You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This is Travis Latron. This is Jeremy McGrath. And now, Pit Pass Radio. Hi, welcome to Pit Pass Radio. I'm Tony Wink. With me is... PJ Dorn, our producer Jack and Leanne DeLeon, the, the uh, DeLeon duo. Big thanks to our contributors would be Ed Camp, Chris Bishop, and Tommy Boy Halverson. Pit Pass Moto is an evergreen podcast production. You can check out all their podcasts at evergreenpodcast.com. All right, we've got a uh, full show here, but uh, before we do that, I want to talk a little bit about some of the stuff that went on this past weekend. Not mentioning that James Stewart released a video finally, uh, but uh, we'll talk a little about that. That's a pretty big deal. I, we've been waiting on James Stewart to come out for a long time and tell us what he's up to. You see hints of it here and there, but he's been really just being a dad, and, and it's interesting that he's, you know, he was the fastest man on the planet, and, that he, and then he just walks away from the sport and left a lot of, I feel like he left a lot of us fans hanging, and we still we all still love him. So we, it, it's cool. It's available on Vimeo. You'll see it on uh, Cycle News. I'm sure Racer X. I, I haven't seen on Racer X, but I'm sure they've got it up there. Um, there's all the all the dirt bike websites. I'm sure have a link to it. This past weekend, Supercross was in Houston on Saturday for another Triple Crown with the three main events. They average your score for the overall, and guess what? Cooper Webb once again. <laughs> Gets the overall. He was not the fastest guy on the track. In fact, he finished with a uh, 2-1-3 finish. It was kind of an off night for Coop, but um, got her done like he does. The fastest guy on the track, though, was Marvin Muskin. And Marvin went 5-3-1. And the reason he went 5-3-1 is he was ran off the track not once. By his teammate. Not twice, <laughs> but three times. Twice by Cooper Webb. Once by Dean Wilson, who's kind of sort of in the same neighborhood of, of the same team. They're not, but they come from the same family with the bikes. Man, tough, tough day for tough Marvin. Tough day for Marvin. It, it looks like the, there's currently no... Uh, trotting out any team orders uh (laughs) that red bull team uh clearly those two riders were communicating with one another on track uh throughout the night so do you think this is going to be a a, something that we're going to watch for the rest of the the uh do you think marvin's going to retaliate do you think you know cooper just is a little bulldog he's just so good at at he was he was definitely setting the tone for what he wanted to have happen on the track for sure. And he has been that guy all year long, and it shows. Uh, Marvin Miskin got second. Dean Wilson finishes third. Pretty happy for Dean. You know, it's, it's kind of a success story. He was a privateer at the beginning, riding the Husqvarna with some help from from uh, a CBD company. And uh, Rockstar, of course, th- when uh, a spot came open on the team, they called Dean up, and, and it was pretty good. Tomac. Eli Tomac finishes fourth with a 6-7-2 finish. Man, I'm telling you, I something's not right in Tomac land. Something is incorrect with Tomac. It is not the, the for him to back off at the finish line like he did. That just pa- chopped the gas and didn't jump it and gets passed at literally at the line. He had it was his place and he quite literally gave it away. Um, 
unheard of, as you said, Tony, when we were talking off air. No one at this level does that. Not when you're talking about points that matter for a season-long battle that's by no means over. Giving up points uh, like that is definitely not Tomac we know. It's not anybody at that level that we know. Nobody has gotten to that level and, and ridden like that. And you and I wish we could we, – we all wish we could ride – Anywhere near what these anywhere guys near do. what they're doing on an off day, but it's pretty telling that there's there's more going on with Eli Tomac than what we can see. And, and then he came out in the third race and showed signs of being the Tomac we do know. So it, I don't know if it was bike. It'd be interesting to find out. Uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll get a chance to talk to him because that's just unlike Tomac to not be a hundred percent ready. I didn't hear anything about him being unhealthy. Did you? I've heard rumors that he's got Epstein Barr, but I think those are just rumors. And I, I no, I have not seen anything. We've not had Eli on for a while. They're not a lot of times. Guys aren't available when they're when they're you know, doing things, anything less than the best. Right? They're not when things aren't clicking. They don't want to come on the show and talk. And and I respect that. Uh, are you a fan of the Triple Crowns? I am. I mean, it was entertaining. It uh, watching it all in one sitting. Every every. Uh, Every gate drops a race. Every race I, counted. Every race counts. So I dig that. You know, heats and qualifiers are fun and have their place, but it's a night. It breaks up the whole season. I think I like it. Uh, you know, again, every gate drop mattered, uh, and the races are quicker, faster pace. So that made it entertaining. That that for that reason, I like it. Um, there's a lot more downtime. I feel when you when you have that many different races, that many gate drops, you know, track prep and, and that kind of thing. Uh, they're hectic, though. There's no doubt that the t- triple crowns are hectic. This is the third. This is the final one that they're going to have uh, with the three race format. Dylan Ferrandis gets the win, the French rider, um, with a two one two. R.J. Hampshire finishes second. Cole Nichols finishes third. Adam Cianciarella, who is the t- is the points leader. The, the team, uh, the Monster Energy Pro Circuit Kawasaki rider, he's the team, he's he's holding the, the, the fort for Mitch Payton, right? And he had an off night. He went a 1-10-3. You saw him go down. It was, it was, so now we've, we went from a seven-point de- deficit to a five-point deficit. So Adam Cianciarillo says he welcomes the challenge in his post-race <laughs> interviews, but I know. Oh, he's <laughs> not enjoying giving away those points, and he knows better than anyone how quick they can go yes all right so uh i know there's a ton of stuff going on moto gp we've got a guest on the on the line i want to i want to get to him we'll get to that stuff later yep i can't um, wait to talk about it we've got a full show we're going to talk to evan smith who is an off-road racer also larry pegram the worm uh pegram is uh doing some flat tracking we saw and um these uh, obviously a very uh been on the show a hundred times through his road racing career so we'll have the worm on cody barnes who's pseudo loco for us here he is racing the xc3 class in gncc putting it down doing very well he's a factory rider for beta and um, couldn't be happier for cody barnes he's a good kid uh cody wetstein is, is Corey wetstein excuse me is uh oh he's our first guest actually um i think i'm saying that right wetstein Corey wetstein we'll bring him on now Corey, am i butchering your name uh, Corey Wetstein. Wetstein. All right. So uh, yeah. I'm going to say it differently throughout the entire interview. Um, Mix it oh, up a little. All right. <laughs> so uh, Corey has a, has a uh, movie out on Amazon Prime, 
and it's called The Vision. And you can it tells a story of young athletes trying to become the next legends of off-road racing from GNCCs to National Hare and Hounds and Endurocross. This action-packed short film is one you will not want to miss. Is that right? Yeah. It, uh, we, I traveled around all by myself and just and kind of came in contact with a bunch of different riders who were at the, I don't know, kind of at the top of their game in whatever discipline and just tried to show their story a little bit. How'd you get involved with this, Corey? Um, I've been filming for the past, like, five years, uh, and I started Backyard Moto. Um, when I was in high school, and then I started, uh, but then I just, I was like, well, I kind of want to make a movie and show these different writers, so I just kind of texted everyone, on, or DM'd them on Instagram, and luckily enough came in contact with some guys like Josh Toast and uh, Ricky Russell and uh, uh, Dalton Shirey and many more. So, uh, Backyard Moto, that's, uh, that's an Instagram page, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they got pretty popular? Uh, it grew a lot, it, it grew a lot faster than I thought it would for me just kind of making videos with my friends. Mm-hmm. And then I, uh, and then as the edits got better, they kind of, it grew more, but it's kind of stalled out the past year or so just because i haven't been making anything new because i've been in college are you studying something in college that relates to this i would imagine or are you going a whole new direction uh, i'm studying marketing right on so that definitely so similar. yeah and you'll you'll have use for your filming skills i found it interesting uh that you uh took the time and for a time at least focused somewhat on the off-road racing world and the younger crew of riders um, you, you, is it correct your brother was in fact racing off-road or, or you know, desert racing? Yeah. Yeah, he raced the National Hound Series the past two years and switched to work this year. And he's leading the 250A class in the Hounds till he crashed and broke his wrist at the second to last round. Bummer. In 2017. Yeah. <laughs> that is what it is. So if he's your, being your brother, did he get to be in the movie? Yeah, a little bit. That's kind of how that works. Have you been down to, I mean, clearly you were focusing north of the border. Have you been down to Baja at all for uh, that type of off-road racing yet? I have not. I I mean, I'm friends with, like, David Como, and he's raced down there. He's won a couple championships, but and talking to him about it, it sounds way sick. It'd be way cool to go down there and film and stuff and just ride in general. I'll be doing the thousand this year, and I, I don't know even know which team I'll be on yet. But um, you should come down. You should come down and hang out, and we'll we'll help you uh, find a spot. You bring a bike. You can you can ride to the spots you know to film or whatever. Oh, that'd be yeah, that'd be way sick. I ride my pre runner bike when you're out oh, that'd filming. That'd be awesome. Let's do it. Yeah, it'll be fun. Be and it'll All get right, you yeah, some time away from right. college. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is in November. Can you can you get away in November? Oh, I should probably make time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So you're. Let's get back to the movie, The Vision. Um, I know Cooper Abbott's in it, right? Who else is in it? Uh, we have Cooper Abbott, uh, Tayson Weeks, one of our good friends. He's he's friends with my brother, and then uh, uh, Chance Fullerton, who won the 250 Pro Hound Championship, 
And then Ben Kelly. Uh, let's see who else we got. Um, Ben's doing XC two this year. Yeah, Ben Kelly's doing XC two this year, and I don't think he's. I think he's won every round so far. So not bad. Yeah, he's been, <laughs> and then he won the championship last year. Yeah, he's rocking the number one plate. It's it's definitely the big fat wide number number one is KTM. It looks good. Yeah, he he's been killing it this year. Okay, so we got Dolan Shirey, Chance Fortune, Tyler Lynn. And Tyler Lynn actually raced Baja on the 1X team last year, or the 500. That, uh, Tyler Lynn? Yeah, that's an awesome race. Um, that, that team is no joke. I mean, when you, when you say somebody race on that team, that shows that they are a fast rider. And, and, uh, that's, uh, yeah, for the 500, too. I mean, this year it was pretty hot. Um, how did it go for him? Do you know? Uh, he ended up second overall, the team did. Wow. And he's 17. Yeah, that's... By the way, Ben Kelly's won every single round. Yeah, I just looked it up. So, he's uh, he's a bit on the gas. What have you done with the, the film? I mean, uh, the Vision's... Great concept, excellent execution. What's the future for the film? I mean, is it done and dusted, just a project that uh, you wanted to get done, or is there some uh, marketing use for it that uh, you're going to be able to utilize going forward? Uh, the plan right now, I think, is just that one's kind of done. I don't think I'm going to add anything to it. It's just going to kind of stay the way it is, and hopefully not this year, but next year do another project. But this year I'm going to relaunch my YouTube channel and we're going to do go around and do some videos with guys like Wyatt Linesmith, who does the Supercross Future Program. And he's got, I think he's got his points for Supercross now and maybe try and get back east to some of those guys again and just some more off-road stuff. But, Corey, when we were... Just the YouTube videos, yeah. When I was a kid... Uh, the uh, the Crusty Demons of Dirt movie came out, and yeah, dude, it was a it was a cha- game changer for all of us guys riding dirt bikes. It really was. It was. I loaded up the van and moved out there. I went to Glamis and lived there for a winter. I'm not kidding. And it it was so cool. And now there's there's a lot of videos out there. How do you differentiate differentiate yourself from? All the other the you know moto all these other videos that are that are out there and series that they have yours is based you know the, the vision is with off road which makes it different already but what do you see as a, as a producer when you're when you're getting film and that kind of thing you're putting it together what is it that you see that's that that sets you apart from everybody? Um, well, the biggest thing I found was. I mean, exactly. There's a lot of content out there right now, especially with Instagram. I mean, people don't even half the time want to go look at a YouTube page. I mean, they're just fine watching the one in, one uh, one minute Instagram clips that Axel Hodges or Buttery Films puts up, which are sick. But I mean, they're kind of like phone. I mean, they do some good content, but a lot of them are just phone lips or writing one tens and but. So I tried to do something more along the lines of, like, off-road, but the younger crowd. Because I don't feel like that's been done really at all, or if not, at least for a while. So, 
that was the goal with this one. But I feel like my editing has gotten a lot better, and I'm I hopefully get my filming isn't the best, but I've learned a lot from doing this movie, so it's just going to get better as we go too. What do you shoot with, and what do you edit with? Is it all your own equipment? Yeah, I have a Canon ADD, and then I have Final Cut. I have ADD so. too. Yeah, I think yeah, you mean something a little different. Not Canon ADD. <laughs> just, ADD. just the straight stock version, right? From Look, the, the squirrel. <laughs> 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 no, I'm kidding. Uh, that's expensive, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, all the equipment's pretty expensive. I was lucky enough to get, like, that kind of stuff. as like Christmas presents and stuff when I was in high school. My parents were pretty nice with that kind of stuff, so. Well, you got your parents, and you got Santa Claus. I mean, there's a lot of people to ask. They really they kick in. Yeah, Easter's yeah, right around Santa. the corner. You can't forget about that guy. What about Easter Bunny? He's a, he he's coming up. He's oh, that's true. Are you done? Are you are you done with the riding now? I know you had some injuries, as does anyone who generally rides, but certainly racers are more prone to it. I mean, do you see yourself getting back out there and racing at any point, or are you really committed to more of the displaying via film uh, side of the, the motorcycling world? Uh, definitely more film. I went out and uh, rode over spring break, and I was kind of, I've been, I've been working out a lot. I was like, well, maybe I'll try and get back into it a little bit, because I did a race last fall, and I was like, oh, this is fun. Like, I'm going to try and get back into it. And I was so slow, and I was just like, oh, my goodness, I don't have time for this with trying to graduate from college and that kind of stuff. So, but mainly film. <laughs> gotcha. And it's not – racing is not for everyone and not for everyone all the time. Uh, certainly uh, yeah. numerous racers we know go through, you know, off periods of racing, then on periods, and it's, it takes a lot. Yeah, I'll definitely do some races here and there, like probably the West Hair Scramble up in Idaho and just some fun stuff just to mess around and hang out. But as far as trying to take anything serious, like I, like, I mean, I didn't take it that serious, but as far as I tried to go in high school, probably not. Just kind of path has changed a little bit, but focus more on film and see where that takes me. You ever been to the Redis? Uh, no, I tried to qualify and made it to the regional and the C class, but I didn't get past the regional. You'd be amazed, and, and I don't know, maybe a guy that does movies would, and maybe that's been done enough down there, I don't know, but, um, it, you know, I'm, I'll go this year and race the 40 and the, maybe the 30. Um, I work for Wiseco Pistons, so I'll, I'll be down there anyway, so that's kind of a way to get me out of the you know work in the booth for a little while i can go ride my dirt bike yeah. so i have to go yeah. to these qualifiers but um assuming i qualify i mean if i don't qualify in the plus 40 class i'm gonna buy a four-wheeler i think and just oh no i want to please <laughs> record that jack and keep that forever yeah. please just keep that forever <laughs> You know, somebody's listening that rides a 40 that isn't going to make it, and they're going to be mad at me because, but whatever. If I, Hopefully, I make it to the plus 40 class. It's no joke, yeah, though. We got it. guys, I mean, Emmett, Carmichael, Scott Sheik, all those guys are my age, so it's it's tough to yeah. once you get down there. But usually, my regional's at, at Wyndham's Farm, so that'll be really cool, too. I'll 
as long as Wyndham. Oh, yeah, he's not quite 40 yet, so I don't have to worry about him, I hope. But, <laughs> yeah, it's really neat, though. You go down there, and it's just amazing. And there's no other way to put it. I mean, Loretta's is, is something that there's unlike any other race I've ever been to. I've been to races all over the country and, and other countries, you know, and it's just, it's really neat. And I, I think it would be, if you could capture that, and I know that there's other guys that have done films and stuff at Loretta's, but, and I know that's a bit of a jog for you, but I I think it's neat, you know, just the, the it's a different thing for everybody, but it's the same thing for everybody at the same time, you know, everybody's down there dealing with the elements, and and uh, it's a week, it's kind of a grind, but um, yeah, pretty special, so, but I think... Yeah, it would be sick to cover it, I just, I don't know, I always grew up watching the Verde Moto films, and they covered that so well. Mm-hmm. I think I'd just be disappointed in myself because knowing how well they did it, I don't know if it could be replicated. You know what I mean? Sure, absolutely. It's yeah. the, like recreating uh, on any Sunday. You know, you don't yeah. just go film flat track. It better be cool, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's just not quite the same. But yeah, it would still be cool to go and like take pictures because it. I mean, just those kids that are gnarly, like the five class. I mean, they're gnarly, but. So, uh, what other films do you like that isn't your work? Stuff that you, I mean, like from Dust to Glory, I thought that was really cool. Um, I saw it after the first time I raced Baja. (laughs) I didn't even, everybody's like, well, that's why everybody's here because of this, this movie or whatever. But, um, yeah. So do you, uh, what are, what are some of the other things that you, that you watch that you think are like, man, that's something that I, I like that style or that movie or whatever. Uh, the moto, the moto movies is kind of what I tried to replicate mine after a little bit, as far as the format and layout of the movie. Because that series, I think they, I mean, they just ended it. I think with ten years, that that series was probably the coolest set, like continuous moto movies ever made. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, I think every kid. Uh, my age grew up watching Nitro and all the films that Nitro Circus made, and Greg Godfrey always did a great job with those. So, <clears throat> all the Nitro films. All you need is uh, a Travis Pastrana, and you can make magic. Oh, yeah. And the money that comes with it. You can build stuff yeah. that, o- that should only be possible in dreams. Nope, we're going to have it in the yard. Yeah, uh, Travis Pastrana and Red Bull, and then you get a camera. <laughs> No doubt. Yep, and awesomeness ensues. Well, Corey, yeah. what's next for you? Uh, next is just relaunch the YouTube series, the Backyard Photo YouTube series this summer, and then just stay focused on school and hopefully have another movie come out next year. Why don't you, uh, when you're ready to launch a thing, why don't you holler at us? We'll have you back on, and uh, we can we can get the ball rolling for you. Yeah, that'd be awesome. All right. Uh, anybody you want to thank for supporting you, like maybe your folks in Santa Claus for bringing all that nice equipment? <laughs> yeah, definitely my parents. And then uh, all the riders, too. They did a fantastic job. They were way easy to work with and uh, allowing me to come out. They're all busy riding all the time and just, I mean, putting in work. And then all the musicians and uh, that let me use the music for practically free. That was way cool, so... Yeah, just everyone. Awesome. We'll uh, we'll have you on again, okay? Awesome. Sounds good. Thank you.
All right, we're gonna take a break. You can uh, you can get the suspension in place with the uh, Racetech Science and Suspension for nearly 30 years. Racetech's been producing the highest quality suspension components and tools, including gold valves for most types of motorcycles and ATVs. Visit their website at racetech.com. We'll be right back. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. <laughs> 